I've been listening to uh, KFGO throughout the day, which is, I mean, every day. As many of you do as well. It's why we're number one all day long. Thank you. Uh, but CBS National News headlines, uh, you know, give us everything we need to know uh, about what's going on outside of this region. There was a the clip this morning during the morning crew when I was listening to Doug and Dan get us ready with these road reports uh, that stood out to me about uh, – some SNAP programs. In fact, take a listen to the report from CBS. Extra pandemic era food benefits end today. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. These so-called SNAP benefits are ending just as food prices soar. Shopper Susie McQuillan in Boston. I don't think it's right. The price of food and everything's gone up. I just spent $100. I barely got anything. Typical food aid benefits will drop by more than $80 per person. As many as 30 million Americans will feel the pen. Now, some of that has already gone into effect, depending on where you call home. In fact, I think in North Dakota, some of that additional benefit expired in January. Minnesota, well, that uh, expired, I believe, just yesterday at the end of February. Uh, but you know what? The, the need doesn't go anywhere just because this benefit federally has uh, gone away. And there's some great folks and a great organization that tries to help alleviate uh, some of those hunger issues. In fact, joining us right now is the CEO of one of those organizations, a friend of ours, Melissa Sobolek with the Great Plains Food Bank. Melissa, how are you? It's been way too long. It has been far too long, Tyler. I am so excited to be with you today. Thanks. Uh, I know you're snowed in and so am I, but I'm glad that we could do this. Yes. Uh, I, not a whole lot of people got out of their uh, their houses earlier today, but I'm glad we could connect. Technology is a beautiful thing when it works uh, the right way. It is. Uh, you know, uh, talk about the food bank uh, just generally here before we get into to what you might be seeing here. I, I mean, uh, have things gone up? Have we seen a shortage in donations? Just kind of give me a, a snapshot of how the, the food bank's been thus far. Yes, we are. The Great Plains Food Bank is the one and only food bank in the state of North Dakota, and we serve Clay County, Minnesota as well. And um, we were serving about 115,000 people across our service area. Um, and at the height of COVID in 2020, that jumped up to 154,000 people. And while I wish I could say that, you know, we're starting. Uh, did I lose you? What? Oh, are you? No. Still- yeah, no, you're, you're kind of chopping out on me there. I thought maybe I had dropped, but I think Great. I lost you. So, I got uh, 154,000. It's kind of the height of the pandemic, most is the last thing I heard. Yes. And then, you know, since COVID has sort of been on the downside, we expected our numbers to fall back to pre-COVID numbers, and they haven't. They're staying high. They are at right now one in six North Dakotans who need food assistance. And last year, that was 138,000 people. Um, I think the most heartbreaking part is 37% of them are kids. Mm -hmm. So we have a hunger problem here at home. Well, and we've uh, tried to highlight some of the need, especially in the school system, with some of the great programs like uh, Lunch Aid. Uh, Jason Boynton and the crew uh, trying to help cancel some of that debt. I know there's a potential for some of that to be alleviated at the state level, depending on which side of the river you're on. Uh, but the the need, the fact that it's still 138000 in 2022, I mean, is it the fact that the costs have gone up? Have people said why they are still in such great need as far as some assistance from the food bank? You know, really what we're hearing are things from people who got laid off during COVID and they haven't been able to catch up on that income. 
We have people who childcare is really difficult to find, and so they are staying home and taking care of their kids. Um, and honestly, the most that we're hearing is the cost of gas, the cost of food, the cost of heat, um, and w- people just can't keep up. They just their dollars are not stretching as far. And really, once that happens with our clients, it happens with us at the food bank as well. Um, because of inflation and food supply and um, uh, the, just the, the cost and everything, we have seen a 21% decline in our food donation. So our need is increasing and the food available is decreasing. So we're in a spot that we've never been before. And um, honestly, today is a tough day when SNAP benefits are, are being cut over $80 per household in Minnesota. Um, we're gearing up and knowing that more people are going to need our assistance and we are going to do everything we can to help them. Well, let's talk about the donations and the fact that there's 21% down. Uh, what, what are some of the items? I, I mean, are, is there a list somewhere maybe at the Great Plains Food Bank website? So if people are out there making a purchase and say, you know what, I've got a couple extra bucks, I can go make a donation. What are the things that you accept? What are some of the things maybe you don't accept? Um, That's a great question. And yes, if you go to our website, you will find um, a list of the top needed items. But really what we are, we're still getting great donations of perishables, which is dairy, bakery, um, fresh fruits and vegetables. What we can't keep on our shelves are the shelf-stable products, the canned fruits and vegetables, the boxed meals like macaroni and cheese and hamburger helper. Those are some of the biggest needs that we have right now. And so anyone who could give a box or two, that will make a difference. Um, We also encourage people, there are opportunities to give virtually. You could host a virtual food drive and actually raise funds, which would help us go out and purchase a truckload of that product. And that was actually be my next question. Melissa Sobolik is our guest, uh, the CEO of the Great Plains Food Bank. Because uh, when I look at $80, the household going away on the Minnesota side, North Dakota, mm-hmm. well, they had that pulled away earlier on the federal mm-hmm. assistance that, that's now gone. I was wondering about the funding as well uh, that, that you guys need. Uh, can you walk me through that as far as people can make financial donations, it sounds like, for some of the trucks, but uh, how else is this a whole operation? Because you, like you said, you're the, the food bank in North Dakota and you also provide that much needed assistance in Clay County. How do you make it work? <laughs> it's a, it's a challenge every single day. And, you know, we have a team of 50 employees and essentially what we are set up to do is recover surplus food that would otherwise go to waste, bring it into our facility, our statewide distribution center in Fargo, We inventory it, and then every food pantry, soup kitchen, and shelter across the state in Clay County place an order. They place an online order from us. We load it up. We deliver it directly to their door. So we are reaching every corner of, you know, rural North Dakota as far as Amadon and Crosby, and we serve Clay County as well. And all of that takes a lot of staff, a lot of trucking capacity, um, and a lot of funds. And we can actually stretch a dollar for every dollar donated. We can provide two meals to someone in need. Um, And it used to be that we could provide three meals for a dollar, but we all know that the food prices have gone higher. And so we're able to stretch our dollar a little bit, but not quite as far as it used to go. And so anytime we can get food or funds in, it'll get on people's tables across rural North Dakota tonight. 
And that's why I think we've we had this conversation because like uh, uh, you were saying, I mean, the stretching of dollars is happening to families, it's happening to organizations as well. And knowing that while the, the families in need are getting one of those assistants taken away, they're going to be coming to you, which is why we need to shine a light on what you're able to do, but certainly you have a large listening audience of uh, caring people. I think they prove that regularly and how they can maybe help out. Um, Melissa, you're no stranger to uh, to governance. I mean, uh, when it comes to the city and uh, following along, uh, are there things the food bank uh, is watching, both St. Paul, Bismarck, Washington, that people need to have on the radar? We sure are. Um, so we are definitely paying attention to the school lunch bills in North Dakota. Um, anytime we can feed a kid, that is an amazing day. And if they don't have to worry about school meals. Um, we will take care of feeding them when they're home if school can take care of feeding them at school. Um, so we are very supportive of that. And we are gearing up because federally the farm bill is coming up in 2023. And that is a, a very large bill that not only focuses on um, all of the farm and egg components, but food as well, including SNAP. And so we are looking to see whatever we can do to strengthen SNAP, boost the dollars, because um, right now, the average benefit amount for a person per day on SNAP is $6. Um, I don't know about you, but I would find it really hard to eat on $6 a day for three meals. And so you can't we find really need a to... meal for that. No, you can't. You can't. And so we need to really think about those that are struggling and make sure that they have a voice both in Bismarck and in St. Paul and D.C. Well, with uh, the organization, there's no doubt that they do have a voice out there, and you guys do great work. Melissa, anything else before I let you go? Uh, I just appreciated the opportunity to kind of shine a light on this and know uh, that hopefully we got some more donations coming your way. But the, the platform is yours before I let you get back after it. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Tyler. And I would just uh, tell anyone both in Minnesota, North Dakota, if you need food assistance, please reach out for help. There is a list on our website, greatplainsfoodbank.org of all of the food pantries and meal programs in your area. And we encourage you to help um, get the help that you need so you can feed yourself and your family and know that we are always there for you. Melissa, thanks for the work you do. And you tell your staff that as well. I know how hard they're working uh, and we appreciate the time and I'm sure we'll be chatting again soon. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah, thank you. Melissa Sobolek again. She is, uh, well, she's the, the head honcho over there with the Great Plains Food Bank. You have this benefit that was part of the COVID packages that now is is gone. The need's still there. I mean, you know when you go to the grocery store, you go to that checkout counter, and oh, good grief has this increased. So let's talk a little bit about that when we come back here. I got other messages in about a variety of topics. It's all on the table. The whole rest of the way is you need this microphone, your cell phone, you can join it, 237-5948. That is the Lenny Studio line, or you can text into the Adventure RV Text Club at 35. 35- Two seven zero. We'll get you a weather update from Two Tall Tom, and then we'll wrap up the second hour of Afternoons Live right after this.